Hi there, Paulo Merrick here, and I want to welcome you to the Heart of the Father podcast. And we're together again. What an honor. Thank you for joining today. Uh, I just want to share something today. This is going to be challenging. I warn you ahead of time. And but very liberating and empowering. Um, the topic for today is the devil has no legal right. So where we start is that there is nothing that the devil says, influences or does that is legal. Right. So obviously this is the opposite of the thing we know so well, the saying that says, you know, if you've done this or that, we've given the devil legal right. So I want to read to you First John 2 verse 2 that says, And he himself is the perpetuation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. All right, so since Jesus came, right, he overcame the devil and death. He has been given all power and authority. The Bible says that he intercedes for us. That means there's no accuser before the father right only jesus declaring mercy and grace over you and me right so that's what makes it different there you know there's no job situation in heaven happening regarding your life now the bible says that the devil was cast out and there's no more place found for him there so that's why there's a difference between what was what is now but i want us to go to the scripture that uh this concept of giving the devil legal right comes from right and it's a scripture that says that give no place for the devil right and also translated a foothold you know Uh, so let me read these verses and it's a few but bear with me i think it's going to be good so ephesians 4 verse 26 to 32 he says Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give to him who has need. See, just stop there quick. So amazing that he switches this whole situation where someone was stealing, and he doesn't just fix it by sending the person to a place to work, but also providing the opportunity for that person to give to someone who has need. This is a very hopeful chapter indeed. And then he says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, or evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Now that's the question we need to ask ourselves in this reality, is that if we have been forgiven, why would we not forgive others? Because this is the very point made throughout this chapter that says that we have received something and therefore we can live according to that. 
Even the guy who stole doesn't need to steal anymore. He can go work and he can give even to the needy. We don't have to speak a certain way. We can speak life and edification. We can be kind, tender-hearted toward one another because of what has happened in us and who we are in. We are in Christ. So even in 2 Corinthians 2, where it says to not be ignorant of the devil's devices, the chapter context is about forgiving people who have done us wrong. That is the devil's device. It's getting you to do things against who you are and what you have received in Christ. We have to see that in Christ, we have what we need legally. In giving place to the devil, we did not give the enemy a legal right, but rather we did what was illegal and we partnered with the enemy. We now have this privilege of ignoring the enemy by walking in what God has for us and destroying his work by the authority that we carry. The Bible says that the accuser has been cast down, which means he now accuses you personally. This is why you give him no place, because he legally has no place to go but hell. So there's no legal custody battle over you between God and the devil. Jesus has won. He gave you and me the choice to be in him or partner with the enemy. We have this amazing responsibility to walk in God and to act out the grace he's given us. We tend to, you know, put the emphasis on this watch out, don't give the devil a place. While we ignore in the same chapter, he says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. But the whole context in this chapter is about leaving the old behind and walking in the new. It grieves Holy Spirit when we live as if we are not new creations, not forgiven, not tender-hearted, or able to speak edifying truths and grace to people. We have to walk in what He says we are. What He has done in us legally and in reality is the truth. So that's why He says, know the truth and the truth will set you free. Because that's freedom. Know Him. Know what he has done. That's where the power lies. Every time in the Bible when it says there's a lack of knowledge, a lack of knowing, it was never the enemy. It was a lack of knowing God. It was a lack of knowing his word. In the Old Testament, it was a lack of knowing the law. But in the New, it's a lack of knowing Christ because he's the word, the Torah, who became flesh. Even in Corinthians where it says knowledge then puffs up, he says it's knowledge of idols. It's not of God. Knowledge of God increases our love, our faith, and what we walk in in Him. So I want to just encourage you today. When you have missed it, there's no legal part of the enemy. He stays a criminal. Only in South Africa we make corruption and crime legal. But in heaven, kingdom culture, the devil stays illegal. And he has no place. So give him none. But take up the responsibility and the privilege you have to receive the grace of God and walk in it. Realize that he has enabled you. He's given you his spirit to overcome. So let me just pray this word over you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your grace, God. Thank you for your favor. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord, for freedom for your children to walk in. 
that they will not grieve you. They will accept everything you have said over them. And they will walk out that grace and see your goodness and mercy over them. God, let it be your love that drives them and your truth that settles them and secures them, God. I thank you, Lord, for overcoming death and the enemy. Just like he has no place in heaven, he has no place in us, or on us or around us. Thank you, God, for the authority you've given us to walk in and even to when the enemy is in a place, on the inner person, that we can cast it out and that they can start walking in you. Never being partners with the enemy again, but being free. In Jesus' name, amen. Blessings to you. Thank you for listening to the Heart of the Father podcast. Join us on Sunday mornings, 10 o'clock. Thank you each person that gives to Heart of the Father and prays with us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Feel free to check us out on www.heartofthefather.co.za for more podcasts, blogs, and testimonies. Thank you again for listening. Until next time.